Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for this beautiful day. Thank you for Sarah and her willingness to come and share you. Now please open our hearts and our minds to you and help us to be willing to learn and to become more like you and to be servants for you, to be disciples for you. We love you, Jesus, and we thank you. In your precious and holy name, amen. Well, good morning. I'm so excited about camp meeting this year. We love to come just to get ourselves closer to the Lord, but also to prepare ourselves, just like Janie was saying, for these end times which we are now living in. Have you ever wondered if you really have all the answers you need in order to defend your faith? Are you fearful someone's going to ask you a spiritual question that you may not be able to answer? Or, horror of all horrors, ask you to lead a Bible study? You know, have you ever felt, there is no way I can memorize scripture. I'm just too old. Or maybe I'm too young and I'm just too busy. I don't have the time. It seems like we always have excuses, don't we? In the book, Last Day Events, it says, Study the Word of God. Commit its precious promises to memory so that when we will be deprived of our Bibles, we may still be in possession of the Word of God. In John 14, 26, he promises that the Helper, the Holy Spirit, will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. I started to think about that. How can he bring it to our remembrance if we didn't put it there in the first place? So that's why we're here today, because I believe now is the time to begin preparing for those end times when we may not be able to go to our pastor and ask them, well, what do I believe about such and such? Or I might not be able to Google the answer on my phone. I need to be able to defend my faith for myself. So today I'm going to share with you just a little bit about my own journey with scripture memorization. I truly am not qualified, I will warn you, to teach this seminar. I have not been to lots of courses on scripture memorization, nor can I quote to you whole books of the Bible. But I have discovered the path to scripture memorization is to just get started. And so that's what I'm here to do today is to motivate you and to equip you so that you can begin on this journey as well. And I know in the April retreats, basically it was people just, we need to just remind each other. So many ladies came to me and said, oh, I used to memorize scripture. I was so faithful in doing that. And I just needed a little bit of extra encouragement or motivation. I have had the wonderful privilege of growing up in a Seventh-day Adventist home. You see my mom here, I've been able to follow her in my footsteps all along. I've had wonderful teachers, wonderful secretaries and aides. Mrs. Blair is here today. Lots of church members have helped me grow, Sabbath school teachers. And over the course of my life, I have learned many memory verses. But as I get older, I started to realize I have no idea where those verses are found. I know thy word have I hid in my heart, that I might not sin against thee. But if you were to ask me where it was found, well, I know that's in the Bible. And it's probably in Psalms, but I'm not quite sure. I'd have to go check a concordance, or I'd have to Google it, or something like that. And I said, you know, that's just not good enough. I need to know my Bible better. And so I, that's kind of what has gotten me into this. I, I want to know my better my Bible better so that I can be closer to Jesus, so I can help my children to be closer to Jesus, and third, so I can share with others. 
I don't know if you guys have had the same experiences as me recently. It just seems people are more open to talk about spiritual things. When we were going around inviting people to unlock revelation, people were asking me questions. I had several conversations with my neighbors, and I, I was really excited because I had been memorizing these scriptures. And one of my neighbors was asking me some pretty difficult questions, but I can testify that the Holy Spirit truly was bringing some of those texts back to my memory. And so it, it just kind of encourages you. You just get to use one, one time, and you're like, oh, i got to keep doing it. So that's what we want to do today. Well, in researching, you know, why should we memorize Scripture in, at all? I came upon lots and lots of lists of reasons, so I thought I would make Sarah's top ten reasons to share with you today at camp meeting. The first is because I want to strengthen my relationship with God. I wanted to strengthen my own relationship with God. And kind of what got me started with this too is, has anyone heard of fast scripture memorization? Okay, when I was at the Oakwood Church, our pastor decided we were going to do this on Wednesday nights. We were going to come together, and first of all, we were going to learn how to give Bible studies, and then we were going to be practicing scripture memorization. So that kind of encouraged me, and he gave us a little extra incentive. He gave us another, he matched us up with another church member. And every week, we would test each other on our scriptures. He'd say, you could have like one or two new memory verses, and then we'd have to come to church, and that person would hold us accountable. So that really kind of got me started. And I have to tell you, if you are just doing one or two verses a week, they start to add up. Let me show you my very fancy scripture carrying case. All of you, thank you. I, I do get some talents from my mother, some not as much. But you have all been given these fancy uh, scripture holders. But your stack of scriptures will add up in no time at all. Just doing one to two verses and practicing them. And we're going to talk about that and getting you started today. So it is kind of exciting when you see them. But I wanted to strengthen my relationship with God. And I love this verse, the two verses actually. They've become two of my favorites. It says 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. So that right there is, it's just two wonderful texts that remind us why we want to memorize scripture. And I wanted to share with this, can I, do we have that mic? Is it still on by any chance? All right. I learned a really great scripture song. Who loves scripture songs? That is one of the best ways to put scripture into your heart. I went to a seminar yesterday about Sabbath school, and they were talking about it. Make sure you're teaching your kids scripture songs, too, when you're singing the songs. Those are the songs that will stick in their heads. So this was a neat song we learned at Adventures this year, and I thought it was great. I was going to show it to you. I told the kids... I would make them famous by showing it to the Adventists all over the women's retreat, now at camp meeting. And this is the Ann Arbor Adventist Elementary School Choir. So they're just going to teach it to you quickly.
All right, now I know it's kind of hard to hear it on there, but we're going to sing it ourselves, and you're going to learn it today, hopefully, so that you will have two verses memorized when you leave here today. So that's going to be our goal. We're going to look at that. Again, it is found in 2 Timothy chapter 3, 16 and 17. We always want to say the verse first, so let's say it together. 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17. And we're going to sing it through two times, and I'll teach it to you. It goes like this. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work, that the man of God may be complete, Thoroughly equipped for every good work. Okay, that's it. So now you're going to sing it again with me, all right? Let's say it again. 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. All right, you're well on your way, and I will be testing you later. I love to give some tests. The second reason I wanted to memorize scripture is because I want to be more like Jesus. 2 Corinthians 3, 18 says, But we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are becoming transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. So if we want to be transformed, we need to be in God's holy word. The third reason, to provide me with guidance. Psalm 119, verse 24 says, Your testimonies also are my delight and my, what? Counselors. Fourth, who wants to be able to overcome temptation? Isn't that how Jesus did it? It is written, we want to be able to overcome temptation. And here's that verse, I didn't know where it was, Before thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. It's found in Psalm 119.11. Now I know, now that I've started practicing. All right, you can say, I know the King James Version in this one, but I did put it up in the New King James. But it is thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Psalm 119.11. I just I always have to interrupt her. She does. She interrupts all the time. <laughs> but when we were in the fast class, they also instructed us to say the memory verse, mm -hmm. the actual verse part, Psalm 119, 11, before you say it and after you say it, because then you're getting it twice in your mind. Exactly. I think that we'll find, you know, mo you know, so many scriptures already. It's just starting to find where is that found. And that is the truth. And we'll talk about that a, bit, a little bit later, but you always want to start with the reference and then you say your scripture, and then you want to end with the reference. The fifth reason I want to memorize scripture is to bring me joy and hope for the future. 
We've been looking around at the world around us. People have no hope. And how can we help them to have hope if we don't know the scriptures to encourage them or the things to say to them? But if we're studying God's word, we will know what to say. Jeremiah 15, 16 says, Your words were found, and I ate them. And your word was to me the joy and rejoicing of my heart. For I am called by your name, O Lord God of hosts. The sixth reason is to help me be a better witness. And I love this verse too. This is another one that I recently memorized. It's from 1 Peter 3.15. But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and always be ready to give a defense to everyone who asks you a reason for the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. Again, that's why we memorize scriptures so that we can share it with others. And number seven, to strengthen my prayer life. Now, do any of you keep a prayer journal? Yes, I recently just started keeping a prayer journal because we forget, you know, we, uh, first of all, I'm always saying, oh, I'm going to pray for you. Don't worry, I'm going to pray for you. And I mean it. I really do mean I'm going to pray for you. But if I don't write it down, I will forget. So that's one reason why I especially decided I want to have a prayer journal. And also because I want to see how the Lord has worked in the past. You know, there are many times when we need reminders of what he's done for us in the past. And so I've started keeping my prayer journal. And I think it was the first weekend during the women's retreats. And I was practicing for my talk. And I was looking at things like that. And I had my prayer journal out. And I thought, why don't I take some of those prayer promises I've been studying and put them right in my prayer journal? And so what I did, for example, I have here my prayer request was, it was during Unlock Revelation because, you know, that was going on at the same time as um, the women's retreats. And I was praying to protect my family from danger and sickness, distraction, discouragement, failure, accidents, and from all other evils during the meetings. Because I don't know if in the past couple years at Unlock Revelation 2, it seems that we had all kinds of things happening and the devil will attack you in all different ways. So I was praying for that. And I said, well, I need a prayer promise to go with that. So in my prayer journal... I claimed Isaiah 41.10. It's a, one of those great fear not verses. You know, fear not, he will be with us. He's going to strengthen us. He's going to hold my right hand. And so I put that prayer promise in so I can claim those promises when I'm praying. So I thought that was a really nice thing. I want to memorize scripture to strengthen my prayer life, to see better results. Mark 11.24, memorize this scripture. It says, therefore I say to you, Whatever things you ask for when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. It's a beautiful promise. Do we claim it? You know, God said it for a reason. We're the ones who aren't believing it. Number eight, I want to make Bible study more exciting. I will tell you, when you're studying your Bible and you come across one of those passages you've underlined that you have memorized, it's so much more exciting. It puts things in context. It, it just helps you, oh, yes, I know this. I've heard it before. Or when you're listening to a sermon and the pastor says, now turn to 1 Peter 3.15 or whatever, and you're like, oh, I know exactly what he's going to say. It's just really, it, it, it helps to motivate you, and it makes you more excited to read and to listen. Number nine, the reason I want to memorize Scripture is to make the Word of God more readily available. Now, I wish we all carried our Bibles with us everywhere, but we don't. 
right? We usually, if we're lucky, we might have it in the car, but a lot of times we don't have our Bibles with us. And I had one lady tell me, well, that's okay. I have my phone on me all the time. I don't need my Bible anymore. And I said, well, you know, that's okay, but you will go some places where your phone does not work. I mean, I can't even go to the grocery store. In the Meyer grocery store, my phone does not work once I get past the window. So if you're trying to call me, you will not get through. So if somebody asks me a spiritual question, and, and I'm, this is where I run into people. In Belleville, we have a little city, and the only place you ever meet people is at the grocery store. And I do. I see my neighbors. I see coworkers from my husband's work. And that would be when people would ask me spiritual questions, but I couldn't Google it because my phone wouldn't work. Well, I also started to think, of another little story when I didn't have my Bible on me. It's kind of hard to see. I guess it's a little bright up there, but we went to Colorado last summer. My family, we kind of like to do this. It's an off-roading adventure. We have these things called razors, and they hold four people inside. And this picture, I know it's hard to see. It's just so bright. Maybe we could have turned off the spotlights, but um, we were in there, and I was driving. I think I was only driving for like two minutes, so it must have just been for a photo op or something like that. But it was beautiful. We were enjoying all the scenery. And then one day my brother said, hey, let's go check out one of these 14-footers. I said, okay, that sounds great. So we all climbed in the razors and we're all driving along. It was a lot of fun. It was so beautiful. And you can see here the trail, it's, you know, it's spread out wide. There's trees over here, bushes, all kinds of things. But as we started to go, I didn't realize that 14-footer was, you know, a 14,000-foot mountain. And you started on the razor and you're just driving around. And at first it wasn't so bad as you're circling these mountain peaks and you just keep going. But after a while you get so high that there's no more trees, you know, and you get going. And so that here's the razor and the trail is, you know, like this. And so there's no place for error. And I was just praying, praying. And I realized something in Colorado that I did not know before. And Natalie could probably tell you, my sister-in-law, I have a terrible fear of heights. Terrible. And I never realized until I was hanging off the side of a cliff in Colorado. So we're driving and it's okay and we get to the top and everyone else jumps out and they're looking over the edge, you know, and I'm screaming, not too close, not too close, you know, and I literally was so scared. Tears were running down my cheeks. It was, I was very afraid and um, I just started thinking, oh, thank you, Lord, for getting us up here. You are so good to us. And then I realized, too, that I had to get back down. And I thought, what am I going to do? I, honestly, I was very afraid of heights. So I, I started to pray, and I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get back in that razor, and I'm going to close my eyes, and I'm going to say every prayer promise I know. So I got in, and I trust my husband. He's a wonderful driver. I trust my guardian angels, but I still needed some encouragement. <laughs> and so I started with those prayer promises, and then after I finished those, and my eyes were still closed, I went back to the book of Genesis, and every memory verse I'd ever memorized, Genesis 1, 1 and 2, Genesis 1, 28 and 29, Genesis 3, 15, you know, I just kept in my head, don't open your eyes, Sarah, until you've said every single verse you can think of. And the Lord was good. When I finally finished going through my text that I could remember, we were in a much flatter space, and the Lord had been with me. You know, and this was just a time when I needed an encouragement, and I didn't have my Bible, and my phone didn't work. We were way out in the middle of nowhere. But those scriptures were in my heart, and they gave me the encouragement that I needed. So I just thought that was a neat reason for me to memorize scripture. And my tenth reason is because I want to answer words of truth. Proverbs 22, verses 20 and 21, it says, Have I not written to you excellent things of counsels and knowledge, that I may make you know the certainty of the words of truth, 
that you may answer words of truth to those who send to you. You know, I don't know if you were listening, uh, I think it was Sean Boonstra's sermon when he was, no, I can't remember who, who was having the, yeah, it was, he was having the experience in the grocery store and the lady was telling him about being a Seventh-day Adventist with a special K-loaf and, and I was thinking, why doesn't the Lord give me more of those experiences? You know, and I started to think though, if I want to have those experiences, I need to have those words of truth to respond back to those people, right? So I need to be preparing myself so that the Lord can put me in those situations. Maybe sometimes we're not having those experiences because we're not quite ready for them yet. And so I really want to know words of truth so that I can answer them. You know, the spirit of prophecy has a lot of guidance about memorizing scripture. In Review and Herald, she says, build a wall of scriptures around you and you will see that the world cannot break it down. Commit the scriptures to memory and then throw right back upon Satan when he comes with his temptations. It is written. This is the way that the Lord met the temptations of Satan and resisted them. In the book Counsels to Church, she says, let the more important passages of scripture connected with the lesson be committed to memory, not as a what? Task. Oh, man, we always think of it as a task, don't we? I have to do that. I've got to memorize it. But as a privilege. And this, take, take heart, listen to this. Though at first the memory be defective, it will gain strength by exercise. So that after a time you will delight thus to treasure up the words of truth, and the habit will prove a most valuable aid to spiritual growth. In the book Evangelism, she says, Evening and morning, join with your children in God's worship, reading his word and singing his praise, and teach them to repeat God's law. She also tells us the time will come when many will be deprived of the written word. But if this word is printed in the memory, no one can take it from us. There are also several chapters of the Bible that Mrs. White suggests we memorize. Isaiah chapter 51, 53, 58, 1 Corinthians 12 and 13. What's 1 Corinthians 13? The love chapter. John 17, um, Exodus 20. What's in Exodus 20? The Ten Commandments. Psalm 19. Those are some chapters of the Bible which she encourages us to memorize. Okay. So we've seen a little bit now about why we want to get started memorizing, okay? We have top 10 list, you've got lots of spirit of prophecy, lots of scriptures that support it. So now we need our how-to guides. Now we need to look at how do we get started on this path? How do we just motivate ourselves? So you all have been given handouts today, and you'll see this first one here. It has a lot of the slides from my presentation, a lot of the different uh, verses that we just shared are in there. But as we look at some of the other things in our how-to guides, if you find something that works for you, circle it so that you can remember it and that you will apply it. Now, again, the way I got started with scripture memorization was through a program called FAST. FAST is a program you can buy through the Adventist Book Center, and it'll teach you how to memorize scriptures, and it has 10 keys. The first is that you want to use good tools, you want to memorize word perfect. When you memorize your verses, you want to do them word perfect, and you want to try to stick to the same version of the Bible each time when you memorize. Again, my Bible right now is a New King James Version, so that's what I've been memorizing out of now, but the only exception is when I was a child, a lot of the verses I learned were King James. 
So for me, a lot of those I still keep in the King James. And a lot of people do like to memorize out of King James just because the words, the way that the words are used in there, it's easier to remember. Some people find just that the, um, the way that they sound. The third reason, uh, the third key is to learn to meditate. Four, apply the word. Think about in which situations you would use that text. Five, focus on retention. Know your references. Stick to short passages when you get started. Memorize fresh verses. Set a pace. Are you going to do one verse a week? Are you going to try for two? What's your, gonna pay, your pace going to be? And then number 10, get some accountability. I know for me at first that worked really well. I had another friend at the church. And even now, sometimes we'll call each other on the phone and we'll call back and forth and test each other on some of those verses that we did several years ago. Okay, so for fast, the way that you do it, they give you a little pack of cards and it looks like this, okay? And they are little, I will warn you. And you write on one side of the verse, you're going to write your scripture reference, of course, and then on the back side, you're going to write the scripture. Now, the way that I chose my verses for one to two scriptures a week, the first verse, it might be a verse that I got from my personal devotions. And I have a little journal where if I'm writing something, you know, if I'm studying at home in my own devotions, I'll write down a scripture that I found. And I don't know, did anybody get yesterday, did, they, did you get to go to Sharpen Your Swords by Callista? Yes. So if, um, Bible journaling is a new fun thing that a lot of people are into. So if you find a verse you want to memorize, you can journal it. And if you're like me and you're not that great of an artist and you want to practice, a journal is a great way to start instead of write in your Bible. It's just another option for you. So that's what I started doing. If I found a scripture I wanted to memorize from personal devotions, I'd write it in here and I would um, begin the Bible journaling. Another thing that I would do is I have a little notebook. If I'm listening to a sermon and the pastor says a verse, I'm like, oh, that's a great one. I just have a little place here. I jot it down, and I put a little star by it so that I'll come back, and I'll memorize that one. Also, I told you before, I want to learn texts that will help me defend my faith. So I put together a handout for you. It says doctrinal texts at the top. And what I did is I took several of our, um, of our different Adventist Bible studies, and I went through and I chose some of my favorite scriptures. So if somebody asks me, well, what, what do you believe about the state of the dead? You know, I can easily go to Ecclesiastes 9, 5, and 6. You know, if they ask you about the millennium, I can go to Revelation 20, 1 and 2. Just start with trying to get one verse for these different beliefs, something that you can share. So this is, these are a lot of the verses that I have started to memorize or that I'm trying to memorize now. So I, I hope that comes in handy for you. It's just a bunch of doctrinal text there. Another place where I'll get a, a verse to memorize is my Sabbath school lesson, right? We have our Sabbath school lessons every week. The whole world is studying the same memory verse together. That's a great way. Or a lot of times I'll take my children's memory verse. And, you know, when I was thinking about this, I started to think, you know, our children know their memory verse every, every week. We try really hard, right? And I said, well, why is it that we as adults just don't know our memory verses? Is it because our brains are just not... You know, we cannot memorize. We're too old. It doesn't work that well anymore. Or could it have something to do with the fact that every night I study that lesson with my kids? And when we start the lesson, I say, okay, tell me your memory verse. And when we're ending the lesson, I say, okay, what's your memory verse again? And sometimes we put it to a song. And sometimes we do motions. And when we're driving to church, I say, okay, you better tell me your memory verse just in case your Sabbath school teacher asks you to say it. And I am their Sabbath school teacher, and I will ask them to say it. So, but do we do that for ourselves? 
Or do we just look at it twice when we're, you know, going through our quarterly and just read through it and say, okay, yep, looked at the memory verse this week. We don't hold ourselves to the same accountability as we do our children. You know, partner up with somebody from your Sabbath school class or encourage your Sabbath school teachers as an adult teacher to have people say their memory verses. I know we were visiting the Fort Lauderdale church one time and the kids did their 13th Sabbath program. And then it came time for um, them to close and the, super, the Sabbath school superintendent got up front and she said, okay, kids, thank you so much for showing us what you have been learning. And now I'm going to show you what we've been learning as adults. And she said all 13 of her memory verses. And my mom was so motivated. She's like, I'm going to do that too. So the next quarter she went home and she memorized them. And she went up at our church on 13th Sabbath and she said all 13. And you know, she said it wasn't even that bad because if I made a mistake, nobody knew anyways. <laughs> so I mean, it's the sad truth. Yeah, she did. So motivate yourself. And there are so many different ideas. I'll have a lot of these things to look at um, afterwards. But in your Sabbath school class, you know, you could take, like the kids' classes, we used to have the old-fashioned um, scripture, you know, the little booklets with our memory verses in them. You could still buy them. They are still available, especially through My Bible First. They have nice ones. And you can get the cards through Gracelink. Or you could just make your own. You can do it for kids you know, I, one lady was telling me at one of the seminars that if their theme in Sabbath school that week was camping, she made little papers in the shape of a tent, and then she wrote, you know, the different, she made her own little flip book on a little key ring holder like this. But why couldn't you do that for the people in your doll classes? Make some nice ones. These are really cute, like, and they're like the shape of a luggage tag, or these are made out of little envelopes. Make it fun and encourage one another. There's no reason as adults we can't do it too, but we might have to get a little more creative. Another thing, make, you know, if you, if you can sew, wouldn't it be a nice little thing that you could make something for your Sabbath school um, members in your class? Make a little pocket out of fabric where that you, and then you could just write the little index cards and stick their memory verses for all 13 weeks inside. There's lots of ideas that we can do to encourage one another. All right, so when you're doing fast, though, for my scripture memorization, okay, I wrote down those cards, I picked my one to two verses. Yeah. I just wanted to mention my, my uh, son and daughter-in-law have uh, put up a it, it's a wonderful idea. You can put the kids' memory verse on there. We can put our memory verse on there, whatever we want. I, I love that idea. I have a little picture of that in a little bit where we just post it somewhere, you know, somewhere that we're going to see it. Thank you. I have a comment. You know, we're yeah. referring to kids' memory verses and adult memory verses. And what we do in my house is we have just a family memory verse. A family verse. memory verse. Because mm -hmm. our kids, they need to be sharpened just like we That's right. And they need to learn the same memory verses That's right. that we as adults do. And they're great for correcting your mistakes. Mom, that's yeah. not how you say that. That's the truth. you need that accountability, your kids are great at they, that. It's not only they're mm -hmm. learning it, but you are learning it too. Because just like you say, we tend to have our kids memorize your memory right. verses. But us, we just read it. Oh, I read it. I'm done. So, you know, if you do it as a family, you yeah. practice it. Because you want your kids to learn it. And then you're going to force yourself to, learn to do it too. too. That's a great idea. It reminds me, I don't know if any of you did the 5K on Sunday, but you know, I felt like the whole time I had my nephew behind me and I'm dragging him the whole time, you know, until we get to the end. And then, you know, he gets like this spurt of energy and people all around there yelling to all these kids. I saw all these moms and they're like, you just got to beat your mom. You just got to beat your mom. And you know, at the end, they all take off when we're dying. 
And they're doing, that's, it was a lot of encouragement for them to beat their mom or aunt or whatever. And yeah, we could do the same thing with, with the, it, it motivates them when they see us doing it too. I love that. Thank you. So when you have your verses though, I have a couple, I have about 10 to 15 verses that I go through every single day until I get them. Okay. Those are the verses I'm working on now. So I do those for several weeks. I have them in this little pack that I got from Fast. And then I also take my big stack, the ones that I have been working on for a couple years now, and I take, you know, maybe I'll just take a chunk, and then I'm going to also go through that chunk through that day. You want to keep them fresh in your memory. You've got to keep going through it. So I'll get through my whole stack in about a week or two weeks. And so that gives you an idea of how the Fast Scripture Memorization Program works. Now, if you like to be really organized, this is another method. It's called Simply Charlotte Mason's Method. Has anyone ever heard of this or tried it? Okay, we had a couple people that came to the retreats that had tried it and really liked it. But I will warn you, it is, you have to be very organized. It takes a little while to get started. But this uses index cards, you know, in case you're afraid of the little teeny fast ones. But it uses index cards, and you have 41 tabbed dividers, okay? And your first little divider is going to say daily, the second one will say odd, then even, and then you're going to have a divider for every day of the week, Sunday through Sabbath, and then, or, and then you'll have 31 dividers, numbers 1 through 31, okay? Then how it works is you start with a card, you write down your memory verses the same way, the scripture on one side, the reference on the other, and you start it off, the ones you're starting with go in the daily folder. And then after you think you've memorized that one pretty well, you move it back to either odd or even, and then after you think you keep, you keep moving them back through the different dividers until they all get in either numbers 1 through 31. That's your goal. Okay, it sounds a little confusing, but it looks like this, okay? So every day, say for example today is Tuesday the 3rd. So you'll look at whatever verses are behind the pocket where it says daily, and you'll go through those. Then the 3rd is an odd number, so you'll go, okay, the odd, and you look at the verses behind there. Then it's a Tuesday, so you look at that day of the week and you'll pull it out. And then um, it's the third of the month, so you look at the verses behind there. So you're constantly going through all of your verses. Again, it takes a little while to get it started, but several people said that they really have enjoyed this. And I put all the instructions in your little handout there. So if you're interested, that's the Simply Charlotte Mason's method. Now, some people might not be into um, flashcards. If you're not a flashcard person, there are a lot of different online ways to help you now. This is called memverse.com. You don't need to carry around flashcards. It's all there um, online. They have activities called first letter prompts. We'll give, they'll give you the first letter of each, ver, you know, of each word in the verse, and then you have to fill out the rest. Okay, so that was a good idea. It can also test you on just your references, and it's a great way if you want to learn a lot of verses. Uh, the way it works, too, is you look up a verse. If you want to do Mark 11:24, you can look it up and say, I'm, I'm learning it in the New King James or the King James Version. If somebody else has already used that program and used that verse, then it'll be right in there. If not, you'll just have to type it in there, or sometimes you can copy and paste straight from the Internet from a website like BibleGateway.com. But that's a great way. It also has a demo video to get you started and discussion forums if you need some encouragement that way. An app that you can get for your phones, it's called Scripture Typer. It'll help you categorize your scriptures too if you want to have a category for Bible promises, maybe for Sabbath school memory verses, maybe for doctrinal texts, whatever you might want to do, it will give you categories for that. It also has a verse library to help you choose different verses to memorize. It will import text straight from the internet. 
But they have two different versions. They have a free version that will allow you to memorize up to 50 verses. Um, and, and, but they also have a, a full version. And I think somebody told me it was like $10. It is. Is it? $9.99. Okay, $9.99. And I think you can use it on up to three devices. Is that, does anybody know? I believe five devices. If you do it five. Okay. So that, I mean, that's very cheap, and it will let you memorize all these nice verses. App. That's a nice app because you can record your voice, you can uh -huh. draw your passage, you can do the first letter game, and it will actually send you reminders as often as you exactly. want to study your verse. To study, it will even do that with the free version to send you reminders. Yeah. And it was kind of neat. When I checked out the app, the top review on there was from Justin Kim. So if any of you remember Pastor <laughs> Justin Kim, you know, he gave it, I think it's like the four stars or whatever. So I was like, oh, well, if he can do it, I can do it too. So I thought that was a great one. It's a nice app you can have on your phone. Another app that I came across on my phone, which I really liked, have you heard of Fountain View Academy? It's one of our Adventist schools, and they really um, they have a wonderful music program. Currently, they have an app. It's free, and it has 263 scriptures put to song. Some of them are solos. Some of them are group songs or duets, trios, whatever. And it looks to me, the ones I, I saw, mostly they are all appearing to be in the King James Version but it also includes quotes from Mrs. White, which is song. So I, it, it's beautiful. It's a wonderful app. And in fact, I found out at the retreat, um, one of our ladies, Petra, I believe her children were involved in starting it. So I thought that was kind of a neat thing. You know, okay, so see, it's kind of neat. We'll have to support it. Some of our Michigan people helped to start it. All right, we were talking about different ways to be creative with memorizing your scripture. The chalkboard idea. I love that idea. You can make your, somebody was saying too, just buy um, chalkboard paint. You can put it on wherever you want. You could probably buy these cute little scripture boards, something like that too, if you looked online or places like Hobby Lobby or um, um, Home Goods or things like that might have something like that. Another neat thing you could do is you can make like a scripture flip book. Instead of having a bag with your index cards or a box or things, you could put it in a in a book and then you flip up the, the paper so it'll say First Peter 2, 2 and you'll flip it up and then you'll see the memory verse underneath it. So I thought that was kind of a neat idea. This is fun too, it's called Draw Your Swords and they used plastic knives. You could do it as something during your family worship time or just have by your own chair in a worship basket or whatever you may have and you just pull it out and then you have to say whatever that memory verse is. The only hard thing is it'll just have the scripture reference on it. So if you can't remember that verse, you better keep your Bible close by or have your children near because that's what I do with my kids. We did this at Sabbath school too and we were doing um, a theme all about the armor of God. And so we found these plastic swords and we'd pull the big plastic swords out and they'd have the memory verse reference on there. And so it was kind of fun to do that. That was a neat game to play. Also, if you're looking for a way to get started, you can find these are called my ABC Bible verses. Okay, and they have free printables on Pinterest. I don't know if you guys are Pinterest addicts like we are. We love Pinterest, but these are free. You can print them off online, and then I, we just laminated them. But they'll go through the alphabet, and they'll have a different Bible text that goes along with every letter. Okay, I will warn you, sometimes they'll shorten the verse a little bit, and it might be from a version that you're not as familiar with. But if you're looking for a way to get started, or if you're looking for something fun to do with your Sabbath school classes or your adventure classes, things like that, these scripture ABCs are kind of fun. These are neat too. You know, along with the idea of the chalkboard, just posting it anywhere, anywhere you want. These are 101 memory verses that stick, and they came from the Family Christian um, store, but they already have scriptures 
printed on them, and they're sticky notes. They're little post-it notes, so you could just stick them wherever you want, on the bathroom mirror, um, wherever you want, on the refrigerator. We used to laugh when we were doing fast. My dad, was he did not. He was like, I am not going to be able to memorize these scriptures, and he was very nervous when he had to have to repeat it to somebody else at the church, but he discovered his own method was um, texting while driving, and we were like, what, Dad, what? And I'm not recommending this. Don't say I'm recommending this. But what he would do is he had it written on like a little, I don't know if he used a post-it note or he just used a piece of white printer paper, probably taped to his steering wheel. And then whenever he was stopped, he would look at the text or whatever. And I just thought that was kind of funny. What a, again, I'm not telling you to text while driving, but that is what worked for him. <laughs> there are so many different kinds of um, ref- things that we can use that are available to What did you say? The, um, the, the hard part about the pastor didn't assign us to anybody because we never knew yeah. it matched up with the pastor. That's true. If you want to have extra incentive, yeah. Ask your pastor to test you on Sabbath mornings. It would be a little bit. About the lady who learned her memory verses. Uh-huh. Um, all 13 of them. She did it when she walked. She had them on little index cards and kept them in her pocket, and that's how she learned them. And we, we thought, you know, those little tags. That right. To have a women's ministries night. And make a bunch of those for the people in the Sabbath school, adult Sabbath school classes. I mean, most of us don't go to church society, TMC, that would be difficult to do for, but it'd be a neat gift to give everyone in the church some women's ministries. Right, with some Bible verses. Or again, if you're getting ready for Unlock Revelation or something, evangelistic series, wouldn't it be nice to have some doctrinal texts on here? I just thought that would be a fun thing. These are luggage tags. That we had bought, and then you just print out that you could print out the scripture and stick it right there. And if you were going to use them while you were walking, you know, texting while walking, that would be much safer, I'm sure. <laughs> but um, you could put it inside the luggage tags, and these are kind of neat because then your your papers wouldn't get wet. You know, if if you dropped them in a puddle or something like that, you'd still be kind of good. So that was a good idea. Also, I don't know, have any of you ever used these books? They're from Thy Word Creations. They are excellent. I think they have ten of them. You used to be able to get them through the Adventist Book Center, but they don't always carry them. But you can find it at their website, Thy Word Creations, and that is in your handout. But what it does is it has, um, it has like an entire chapter of the Bible. It'll have the words on one side and then a coloring sheet on the other. And then in the back, you will find that it has a CD, and this CD has the whole chapter of the Bible put to a song. And it really does work well, and it's not just for children. We did it as a family, and I liked it a lot. It also has several different hymns throughout it or short little songs that go along with the theme. But, I mean, they had this one's The Temptations of Jesus. You'll see The Ten Commandments, um, 1 Corinthians 13, I think Psalm 53. There's a lot of them, and they are wonderful books. Yes. Country Life also carries these, so you can order them with your food order. And I think someone told me they used to have a deal through Country Life. I don't know. Okay, so if you're going to get three of them, and I would recommend, I think I I almost have all ten now, because I bought one just to check it out, and I really did enjoy it. Isaiah 53. And that's a hard chapter of the Bible, but when you put it to music, it was much easier. Yeah, Shauna. Um, what we did for our boys when we were little was we thought the Bible would be sound. That's a perfect idea. The Bible living in living sound. That's right. And um, some other people were telling me, let's see. I think I have it on the next slide. 
I want to show that one to you. Um, I don't know if any of you use My Bible First at your church. It's a Sabbath school um, curriculum. But they also, they have all the memory verses there on Scripture, but they also have it that you can just order. It's called Treasures from, um, I think it's Treasures from God's Word. I think I have the... So people have been giving me lots of ideas ever since you do this seminar. It's so much fun because they give you great ideas like you guys are today. Treasures from God's Word. And you can get that at OH Resources at ohc.org if you want to see me afterward. Or you can call the ABC or call My Bible First and they will be able to get you those CDs. Those are wonderful CDs with songs. We also, and I did just see them in the Adventist Book Center. These are scripture song CDs. I think they have five or six of them. They're also available at www.scripturesongs.com. So they have, they have eight now. Okay, so there's a lot of them, and I know they have them at the ABC this week. Another book which I have, it's a lot of fun. It's 100 Creative Ways to Learn Memory Verses, and it's by Karen Holford, and it has a lot of them. Um, up at the Women's Retreat, we did several different ones at the tables where they'll have where you unscramble the text or you take the text and you cut every you cut it apart and you hide the words all over the room and then the kids or you and your husband whatever you're going to do you have to go find the words and then put it unscramble it and put it into the memory verse it has I mean going to take pictures that go along with it all kinds of different ideas 100 ideas so that's another thing that's available through the Adventist Book Center and they were on sale for a while they were pretty cheap so that's a great resource to look for as well. Yeah, did you have another idea? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. 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 So did you take like the the verse and then you'd have to try to find a picture you'd have to take a picture that would go along with the verse? Yeah. That's a great idea. So that oh, each word and then put it together into a big collage for that scripture. Do any of you have any other ideas of things that you've done at your home or in your churches or things like that? I love to get ideas. That's why I do these seminars, to hear from people. Yes? What was the name of the person? By Wayne Wayne Hooper. All right, we'll have to check it out. Lots of different things. Yes? Anything when you're hearing it, when you're seeing it, when you're doing emotion with it. We were talking about that yesterday with the children, but we forget it still works with us as adults. Thank you. Yes. Nice. Okay. So that's another app, Remember Me. I've got to write down a couple of these before I forget. Yes. You know, the whole key to learning anything, memory verse or anything, is making a new pathway in your brain. Mm-hmm. That's why music works so great. Yep. I know something that works really great in my house is putting motions to yep. the words. And sometimes, you know, once you figure out a motion that works for a specific word, you use that over and over again. It can be as simple as I'm saying a memory verse or my child, and I'm like, right. I know, I know. What this means over <laughs> That's the number right. four, yeah, with four so it's fingers. Just making that new pathway. So doing something yep. different that will help you remember. Like yesterday, she was talking about. The shoes, right? Uh, she always remembered the Bible with the tennis shoes, and that will help her remember. So she made that new pathway. And once you remember that, your brain makes that connection, and then you'll remember whatever it is. So you just got to find what it is that will make that pathway That's right. for you. 
You know, when I was looking, they have all kinds of videos online about memorizing things. And you can get very complex. They'll have, I walk into a room and now I've memorized, you know, like 300 different items in the room and now I put words to everything. And that was a little complex when I was thinking about it. But the, it just, you just have to get started. It's all we're here to do today is motivate you to get started. I don't know, on Facebook recently, Randy Skeets, Elder Randy Skeets, has a wonderful video clip going around right now. That man has so much scripture memorized. If you see him preach, he'll stand up there, and I mean, he is just going through it, and he's never looking down at his Bible. It's amazing. And he talks about, you know, how he memorized. He says, everyone wants to know the secret to how I memorize. And, you know, it's just getting started and asking the Lord to help you and being faithful. He chooses whole chapters, and he just starts going through it. But I encourage you to look for that clip from um, Elder Randy Skeets. But what we're going to do to equip you too before you leave today, first of all, I have a couple giveaways. We want to give a couple giveaways, and then we're going to make our own scripture survival kits. So Casey's got our, our names, or sign-ins back there. I think we have, do you have two over there, Mom, you're getting together? All right. So we've got a couple things to motivate you and encourage you in your scripture memorization journey. All right, so the first thing that we're going to give away is this, these are little stamps, and they have scriptures on them, so they'd be kind of a fun thing to start with. You can make it as a gift for anybody. You can get it started yourself. But these are by Our Daily Bread Designs. Let's see. Something with a Z, S. Starting with a C? Yeah, that's it. Oh, excellent. You're the winner of this. All right. Casey, why don't you pick another one first? And I, I have an, also one of the CDs to give away, the ones that are available at the ABC right now. These are the Scripture Songs 3. Thanks, Mom. Let's go. Diana, and I'm not sure how to pronounce the last name either. Caboose? All right. At the retreats, usually I'm the giver away person. I am never the name caller. This is a lot. All right. And then we also have, so we're going to be making scripture survival kits today, but we had some extra tins and we thought you guys might want to use these for anything at your church or your school. So we've got, we'll show you that in just a minute. Don Heeg. All right. And then we have one more set of those for Ruth Ann, is it Copen? All right. Right there. Congratulations. But you don't have to feel bad because we're all winners today and we all get to make our own scripture survival kits. So what we're going to do as we're finishing out today, we're going to have a closing word of prayer and then I'm going to let you get started. But two other things I want to show you before you do your quit, your um, kit. You also have here in your handouts, it's a Luke 2 um, advent calendar. I don't know if you've ever done advent calendars at Christmas, but the kids, the kids get so excited about them. This is a fun one. It takes the story of Jesus' birth, and it has you learn a different verse every day from December 1st to December 25th. It kind of puts the focus back on Jesus at Christmas time. I really liked it. What we did at our house, too, to make it even more fun is we'd cut apart the strips, and then I would hide that strip, and then they had to find it around the house, and then we would work on it all day. And we were really faithful in the beginning. I, we had the first half down, but the closer it got to Christmas... You know, it got a little bit busier, but we're going to do it again this year, and we'll just keep working on it. So that was kind of a cute idea. You could do that any month, though. Take a chapter of the Bible, split it up into 30 or 31 days, and do that. Also, this is a little card. It has emergency numbers on there, just more great um, chapters or verses of the Bible to get you started. But um, the 
the little tins that we have, your scripture survival kits, they're going to have little cards. Now, these are the small ones, the same size as the fast memory text uses, but they'll be on the inside. They have about 10 to get you started. And then we're going to have glue dots up here at the table here in just a minute after we have prayer. And you're going to glue on your cover. It says Scripture Warrior Survival Kits. You are all equipped now. You know what it takes. You're going to go home and you're going to write down those verses. And when you see me next, you're going to tell me, oh, I've been memorizing those scriptures. It's kind of fun. And then you're going to um, use the glue dots on the inside with your 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17. You're going to glue that inside, which reminds me, Mom, after you get those plugged in, we've got to sing it one more time. And then you have a little strip of beads to make it a little cuter, and you'll just hot glue those around the edges. Okay, so you use glue dots on your outside cover and your inside cover, and then you can use the hot glue guns to glue on your beads. But before we do that, we're going to look one last time at 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17, so you can have two verses memorized as we leave here. And then we'll have a word of prayer, and we'll let you guys finish your kits and have a wonderful rest of your day. But we're going to sing this one last time. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Let's Sure. All right, let's bow our heads and we'll close with a word of prayer. Dear Father in heaven, we are so thankful for the many gifts that you have given, including your word. And we want to pray, dear Lord, that we will be motivated today to get deeper into your word and to put it into our hearts and into our minds, dear Lord, so that when we need those words of truth, they will be there to share with other people. I pray a special blessing on each one of the people that are here, that we will... Um, be ready, Father, for these end times that we're living in, and that you'll provide us the opportunities and the people that you want us to be meeting with and to share your word with. In your precious and holy name we pray. Amen. This media was brought to you by Audioverse, a website dedicated to spreading God's word through free sermon audio and much more. If you would like to know more about Audioverse, or if you would like to listen to more sermons, please visit www dot audioverse dot org.